When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, welcome. I'm Don McDonald over there, Tom Cock. We're talking Hello. real live money, the money matters that matter absolutely most to you, but the only way we're going to know what those are. I mean, we we guess. We guess. We pick things out for you. But the only way we know for sure is if you call us and ask us a question at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's really easy. We're here live every Saturday from noon to 2 Pacific time on Como Radio. Um, just <laughs> I'm laughing because apparently right someone now. else who's supposed to be live is not live, right? The chat? Any response on the oh uh, oh updating from the, the previous podcast or uh, oh. hour of the show? Mm-hmm. We're we going back chat to our check the chat. itinerant advisor who apparently has taken the day off out sunbathing in the beautiful forty eight degrees mm-hmm. or something. Let's see where the heck did that go? Uh, what was that? Oh, was it Vestry? Yeah. Let's yeah. See. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, no response. Wow. Looking forward to Monday morning, am I? Wow. Uh, yeah. I wonder who the advisor was that was supposed to be oh, there today. Know. We'll find out soon. <laughs> and you know what's really interesting? I can find out now if you're really You know what's really, really it. interesting is that apparently we're on live in Seattle where they live. Yeah. It's not like they're in Tennessee or right. something. So no. we know they live in the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. apparently none of them are listening. Not often on weekends, I don't think, no. What, can we make it mandatory? Uh, wow, probably you not. You are a really tough guy. Probably not. It's, it's kind of like You're a You're already the guy who doesn't want to do Halloween. It's, no, no, we're not going to do that. To and I'm also the guy that. who is really, 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 really sick of annuities being sold as investments. I am just so sick of it. And just when you think you're starting to make some headway to getting these out, well, you know, there, there, were, there, there are these little fiduciary rules that float around all the time, basically saying you're going to get into trouble if you put annuities into a retirement plan, and yet the government keeps loosening those rules back up to let insurance companies back into retirement plans because there's so much money for these insurance companies to make and for you to not make. And I still question whether or not this is a product you really need. No, you but don't. BlackRock is uh, pushing their life path paycheck, which now here's the thing. Uh-huh. You buy a target date fund, right, which is an idea. The idea here is the asset allocation, the stock to bond ratio is is managed according to your age. Yeah, that's yeah, that a, that's a target sense. date fund. Yeah, that makes sense for most yeah, people. I'm okay, good with that easy. part of it. Yep. Which make up about 30% now of retirement employer retirement plans. But here's the catch. These people are putting annuities into those target date funds so that when you buy a target date fund, you might not be unlike the guy at the beginning of the show who said, I didn't know I was buying an annuity. I guess what? I woke up and I owned one. You could wake up and own one if you're not paying attention because they're doing that. And by the way, some of these don't even pay out until you're 78. Now, what sense does that make to put the money into Either a deferred annuity of some at 78. Come on, you should be getting your money before that. But in addition to the cost, 
the complexity, all of those things, there is no reason for this product. You could make your own annuity. It wouldn't be that hard, right? I mean, you could take whatever amount well, of money you have. You just simply invest it. They're taking your money, doing the it, same thing, and just giving you some of it back. It's fascinating. I, play, I played with the numbers using some online, up-to-date, immediate annuity calculators for me personally. And if I started taking an annuity, using a million dollars, and I started taking an annuity at age 70, a joint life annuity with my wife, we would get about $4,600 a month, give or take. So 50 grand a year. 50 grand a year, give or take. But the catch is now I have to give my money to the insurance company. They own my million dollars. I no longer own that million dollars. If my wife and I died in a horrible accident in two years, they get to keep the, the million dollars. We're, we get nothing. If you have a million dollars and you have properly invested it in a portfolio that is even, even we've run these numbers, even with an 80-20 portfolio, or a 20-80 portfolio, 20% stocks and 80% bonds, bonds. Yeah. You, could, you could have in the past, now we don't know going forward, you could have in the past have taken out about 5% per year or about $50,000. And more as it grows. And more as it grows. A little less in the bad years, a little more in the sure. great years, yeah. and ended up dying with a ton of money in your portfolio to give to your heirs or to charity. And but the thing is, it does not have the G it word. It does not in have it, the G the, word. The guarantee. No, that's what people no hear, G word. and they also hear it'll never go down. It'll never go below the whatever whatever line is drawn. Well, that's what they hear, yeah. and that's what they believe. Yeah. But it's, there's a cost baked into that. And the cost of an, an immediate annuity is the giving up of your money. Now, when you're making a bet with somebody, if you have more information than they do, you can win the bet. The, ins- if you don't, the insurance companies know a whole mo- lot more about when people on average are going to die than you do. And they're going to be right enough of the time to make this very profitable. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Real quick Mm. chat update. Uh, One of our advisors did (laughs) respond, but it turns out it's one of the advisors who wasn't on call. He just happened to see it on his phone. Yeah, he saw the two million thing and thought, I'll jump into that conversation. No problem. Ready to go. Sure. So I'm very proud of him. He responded and it wasn't even his day to do so. Are you going to say who it is or not? Do I? Do you want me? I don't think I should. It's up to you. It's up to you. He said he actually tried emailing Fred. Where I put in Fred at fredland.com. He did. tried emailing him because he thought I I, I should type in, Brian, you thought I had two million dollars, didn't you? (laughs) 855-935 talk that's our phone number we got a we got a response all right um uh, mike speaking if, of patience if you're still yes. there hi welcome to talking real money hey mike hi i've I got the answer for you oh good uh, if you start at 62 this is on the social security administration's website you start at 62 yes you're getting a little bit of a nick right there however 
your dependents, your child collects at 50% of your full retirement age. Oh, at FRA? Wow, that's weird. Wow. Yeah. So So you get 50 per each one of them? Where the lines cross. For each, so you get fifty percent of your benefit at full retirement age. Wow! So let's just walk through the numbers. Just say hypothetically, this was this was in response to a a question. Let me set this up. Let me just just set this up for 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 a minute for the listeners. Um, In the last hour or the last uh, yesterday's podcast, we had a question about uh, uh, someone taking Social Security who had teenagers taking it at sixty two, so the kids would get a benefit. Turns out, Mike is helping us out. the The kids get half of that parent's full FRA, full retirement age benefit. Until they reach 18. His kids were 14 and 16, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right. That's exactly right. So they're only going to get it for a few years. And even at that, Mike, what you're saying is it's because you get so such a big benefit, you'll have to live till 88 if you wait and just take it at your uh, full retirement age? That's correct. Okay. Wow. That's because you'd be doing that for, as I said, uh, four years for one, and I think it was two years for another. So that's significant. Wow. Okay. That is a lot of money. Fifty percent you. of your full retirement benefit. So basically, you're getting a hundred percent of your full retirement benefit plus your own benefit at sixty-two. I gotta have so some I better, kids. I better rerun the numbers because I got one who's uh, thirteen. Hope- so I'd be doing for. Four and a half years. I hope oh. Debbie's not listening, but um, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking I need a younger spouse and some little kids again. I just. Oh please! <laughs> I think you've got enough. You think I've made Let's enough? At... Okay, I've made enough. <laughs> You're hey. the one laughing at me when I had one at fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. I was work. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was only when you went to the grocery store and they went, "Oh, you going yes, to go shopping to, with yeah. your grandpa?" Yeah, they used yeah. to do that. That was. It's only because your hair painful. is not blonde, sir. Yeah, not it's all in the eye blonde. of the holder. Yeah, it's okay. not blonde. <laughs> 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We want to help you. We want to help you. We really do. So um, so you got a question or something? By. Or how are you going to help? Do. I, I mean, are you going to carve somebody's jack-o'-lantern? Or are you gonna no, I'm not going to do that. Candy you're not going to hand out? Or how are you going to help them? Would you just stop? I'm going to rake gonna, their leaves. I'm going to get a question that was sent into TalkingRealMoney.com. Ah. No more Social Security questions. They're just too doggone There are so many of them, though. I then mean, we'll just do a whole separate podcast on I those agree. or something. I agree. I agree. Just, we should hold just, all no, no, Social no, no, Security. No, no. Uh, it's so personalized. Everybody's situation. So now you're going to make me want to go back and look at my situation because whether I should be. So I'd be collecting on my daughter like 1500 bucks a month for four and a half years. It's a lot. I'm going to run the number right now. It's a lot of money. Oh, what is this? All right. I'm, I'm reading. Oh, he was listening to Stacking Benjamin's podcast. Okay. I got a question from somebody, and I was trying to figure out the context before I read it. Um, it, you may, you may not get this unless you've listened to Stacking Benjamins, which I've been on several times. We've yes. a, we we've we've been promoted on Stacking Benjamins. We like Stacking Benjamins. Mm-hmm. We don't like everything about it, but I don't like sure. everything about anything. I mean, you know. And what about me? You pretty much like everything about me. Dad jokes, take or leave. <laughs> soccer, take it or leave. There's a lot. Yeah. Of things oh, you don't oh like my about gosh. Me. Come oh, on. I, I, okay. Speaking of soccer, this is just an aside. I watched Jason Sudeikis on. Uh, on Saturday Night Live. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I, I watched yeah. his monologue, and at the beginning of the show, he goes, 
you may or may not know, but I, I have this little show on Apple TV um, called Ted Lasso. And they cheer. And he goes, for some reason, it's been a big hit. And he said, we can't really understand why, because it's about two things Americans hate. Soccer and niceness. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they like niceness here. Not this is Seattle. Everybody, politically? Right. I'd, Seattle's a pretty nice place. Seattle generally. is different than America. Yeah. Well, okay. So is Portland different than America, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so nice. Okay, All right. I can see where he's going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah because it, we are less nice than we were certainly 20 years ago. <laughs> anyway, here's That's what the funny. question Soccer is. And I, nice. This is kind yes. of fun to talk about uh, mm-hmm. because I've been on Stacking Benjamins. I know yes. their mindset. He said he listened to their podcast this week, and toward the end, they were talking about something that really got him. He goes, they need a house call. Everybody on the oh. show was into individual stocks. Yeah, you e- need to jump back in and fix even, it up. Even OG, who they is his character is the other guy. He's an investment mm-hmm. advisor. He's a financial planner. He says even OG, who's a financial planner, says he needs he knows he should buy and hold an index fund, but he just can't. This is fascinating because these guys are younger than we yeah. are. This is the younger generation of financial mm-hmm. advice providers on the radio and on podcasts and, and on on YouTube and on the, the the Instagram and all these things. They are all they are so impatient. They can't stand. They really do have bad cases of FOMO. They fear they're going to miss out on something big, and so they don't do what they know they should do, which is buy and hold index funds. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's interesting you raise that because four or five years ago, I think it was 90% of the money that was traded in stocks was traded by large institutions. That has now swung back. I think it's only like half is traded by large institutions because individuals have started trading. And interestingly enough, this came up in this book I just read called Trillions about the index industry, if you will. And in it, one of the arguments against index funds is, hey, what happens if everybody indexes? And I'm reading this thinking, that ain't going to happen. Are you paying attention to what's going on in the world? Because even guys like this who know better are still buying Tesla or Apple, whatever it is, because that's where the future is, right? Well, let me me give you a little little at home, just right here in my own house example. I was reading about the new cryptocurrency. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Squid. Squid. You mean based on the based, based on the, on the, the television show? show Squid Game. Why, then why should have lasso? Why don't we have that one? No, Squid came out on Gosh. like last week at one yeah. or on Thursday. It was trading at one cent a squid. <laughs> By yeah. Friday morning, mm-hmm. it was trading at six dollars and twenty three cents no. a squid. Really? Yeah. I can't even run. And that. And what no, does my run. wife say? Oh, we should buy a hundred dollars of that. Oh, come on. <laughs> It's the F-O-M-O thing, the fear of missing out. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, we want to help you deal with the confusing 
frustrating, often very expensive world of managing money and particularly investing. There's just so much bad advice out there. And we want to help you scare up some profits on your investments, right? What did I just say was the one thing? (laughs) What did I just Niceness, soccer, and bad dad jokes. You got three things now. You know, I don't hate soccer. I watch it once in a while. It's just a little... When was the last time you watched a full soccer, a full game? Sat down and said, I'll watch this start to finish. There there was some big tournament or something. It was I watched a whole game once. (laughs) The only soccer you watch is on Ted Lasso. That is not soccer. Wait, I watched I watched a game at uh, at at uh, uh, Quest. I watched a game with you. It was like six years ago. That was one. I watched a game at Orlando City. That's true. Okay, that was like four years ago. That was like four years ago. So that's two. I and I know I've watched one on TV. I know I've watched one. I don't believe you. And I watched the fake FA Cup on Ted Lasso last night. Yeah, that is not soccer. I watched the fake fake FA Cup from live from Wembley. From Wembley. I'm glad you know where that is. And did you see the mics they have? They have these things and they're called they're called an oh gosh. Uh correspondent microphones. Apparently they only have them in England. And they fit right up against your mouth. So you're really just talking right into the microphone. What, like cricket match or something or golf? No, Come this on. was during soccer. Football. No. Not no, Football. not, no, not soccer in England. No, they're That's, special. Call Football. that. 855 talk We are taking questions. Whether you call them in, which you're not doing, or you type them in, which you are doing. And I got one. You're just going to love this one. You're going right. to love this one. Good. What do you think of investing in a three-well horizontal drilling venture? I am being pitched one where you can <coughs> Excuse me. The word can choke me up. I am being pitched one where you can expect an 18 to 64% annual return. I'm 71, have a pension, Social Security, and over a million in liquid assets. What do I think of that? I mean, here's what I think. If you're going to do that, I'd let them drill the hole first, and I'd take all my money, throw it down the hole, because that's basically what you're doing. Or just have them drill three holes in your head. Okay, I know that energy is a hot sector, again, and it comes again, and it goes. Again, yeah, I mean, thank it, you. It was only a year ago when what you you could buy a barrel of oil for negative $3 right. or whatever it was. That right? was just a year ago. ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago where they're just like, here, you want a barrel of oil? Okay, put it in no. your – no, come on. And it's very speculative. It goes up and down, et cetera, et cetera. And I know there's, I know there's big tax advantages if you drill oil wells, et cetera. Wouldn't touch it with remember, my Derek. Rem- no way. Remember several years ago when we did Financial Fest in Phoenix? Uh, and <laughs> Do the, I remember all and, those people? And yes. the guy in the – they were doing an oil and gas yeah. drilling presentation. They were. And a guy got up in this presentation and just went ballistic screaming about how you guys told me how hot these oil and gas drilling things would be, these limited partnerships, and I got into them and I lost everything. He was a gusher, I could say that. No, it's a, it's a poor investment. I, I It's not something yeah. we'd recommend. You, you, you Even might, as a flyer. You frankly. might make no. a lot, but you can, and nobody ever says this part, you can lose everything. Yeah, it, no question there. It's happened. We certainly know that. And again, it's a purely... 
speculative place. By the way, speaking of pure speculation, didn't you just send me something about Dogecoin and something else? It's now worth like oh, two, and more Shiba than two thirds of the stupid. Okay, I, you know, worth crypto- more than two thirds of all the companies on the S and P five hundred. I mean, that's insanity. Crypto has gone from just sort of cute and uh, yeah, okay, you guys might have an idea. <laughs> somebody, somebody yeah. just wrote me and said, should I move my four hundred one k into oil drilling or Tanzanite? <laughs> yeah, Tanzanite or or Shiba Inu. You know, you used we used to just have Dogecoin to kick around, which now, was, by the way, based Doge is the name of a Shiba Inu, which is a kind of dog. That was the dog's name, and somebody started a cryptocurrency as a joke, named after his dog, because he was now, a computer programmer. Well, somebody said, "Well, I can outdo Dogecoin. I'm going to actually do Shiba Inu coin." And now the two of them, they're both created as jokes as Mocks, parodies mocking, mocking yeah. the industry mm-hmm. both of those yeah. now have a stupid people value and this just tells you how stupid this is getting stupid people have valued these things at more than most of the companies in the S&P 500 which are companies that are that are producing something providing a service oh. Generally, profits, dividends, all that kind of thing, and growing. Yeah, it's absolute insanity and shows you that we may be near a bubble when it comes to those sort of things. Oh, I am so afraid of the crypto thing just going to next to nothing. That's trillions lost. Trillions. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Is it windy there? Like, it's not. It not. It, okay, and the sun is sure? out, and the you leaves sure? are still there. And because I, I'm thinking, what, I'm thinking you should look out the window and see a lot of cell phones blowing around. People just they blew out of people's hands because nobody's calling. Broken. I'm. You know what I'm going to do if people don't what? call? I'm going to keep doing bad Halloween puns until they do. Oh, you know, you I just, got a whole list of them here that they I they could probably up. hold out longer than you can. I'm gonna read or some I of those, can. Uh, They're definitely going to be charts. able to hold out longer than I can. Uh, <laughs> Do you know how many, as of as of October 23rd, 2021? That like a week ago? Yeah. How many cryptocurrencies are there according to CoinMarketCap? You know, that's a number, 3,000. 13,015. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, remember last hour I shared with you that there are now 3 million indices. Yeah. 3 million. Really? Come on. Why would you think that, well, one, why would you think any of those will do well in the long-term future? But what about, I mean, okay, I could see one or two maybe surviving, but what about the other 12,900 and some odd? Or 13, Does Escobar 000? still have his? The no, Escobar I, family I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, one of the arguments that is made for cryptocurrencies, oh, particularly no. Bitcoin, is the fact that they claim it's a better hedge against inflation than even gold, even gold. <laughs> Come on, gold. <laughs> even gold. Well, but a lot of people have said that gold is a hedge against inflation, although Jason Zweig in the Wall Street Journal mm, today kind of tried to put that little uh, lie to rest. Yeah. I'm, okay, let's just step back, though, because many of you are worried about inflation. It's a 5.4% uh, 
increase year over year in September. That's just one for month, the month of way. September. Yeah, that's just that's one month. Annualizing so the one month. Correct. So more people think, oh, what are I going to do about inflation? I don't want to be stuck in something that's not keeping up with inflation. So we really don't know long term inflation if this is going to be sticky. I think that's the question. But let's assume it is. Mm-hmm. And you say, what do I own? Well, you Don mentioned Bitcoin. <laughs> or like uh gold is but i think gold is still down for the year even though inflation is it is it is it's actually lot, so. down about five percent this year jason points out that uh from 1927 through 2020 in inflationary times mm-hmm. stocks uh outdid inflation by about five percent a year a year so in other words, companies have, and they're doing it already. I just read McDonald's raising their prices. Other companies have a, they can say, oh, well, Big Mac was, I don't know what they charge for that anymore, $4. Now it's $4.30, right? They can add to well, that. And guess what? Then the company stays profitable. They pass some of that on to the shareholders and the price of the equities will go up. And the other interesting thing that happens when you have an inflationary environment, that usually means that there is a very high demand for goods and services, goods particularly. And that means that a lot of these value stocks that have been tr- down traded because their their factories are idle, those factories start to spin up again and become uh, become productive, and that adds to the earnings of those companies and their value increases. Despite what Mister Heritage Financial would tell you, U.S. small cap value up. Uh, what's he talking about? We'll talk about that on a later podcast, but. Uh, an- Oh, are you talking about return. the guy on the video that we're doing next week? Yeah. Yeah, don't even mention that nuts. one. That is okay. a terrible... No, he's plugging something we're going to do next week, maybe. Yeah, okay. Stay tuned for that. But yeah. it's U.S. small cap value, 12% better than inflation in terms of... Actually, it's 12% wait, wait, wait. over 12, real returns. Per year? 12% per year. Per year? Per year. It's in the it's in the wonderful article by Jason. It's been the best performing asset. No, I'm class just of making a point of that. I'm just wait, I, oh, thank you. Oh, I'm <laughs> emphasizing per year. Wait, so if you're worried about beating inflation, if you had small, well. if you had in the past small cap value stocks yep. in those inflationary years, mm-hmm. you would have made back inflation plus an additional twelve percent real return. Yeah. So, and by the way, if you think commodities or energy stocks, that has not worked out. Dimensional Fund looked at that and said, nope, they lost money in a lot of inflationary years, so it has not been a place to go. Proper allocation to stocks. You need to own stocks, whether you're 8 or 80, because those have done better, of course, against rising prices than bonds. Number two, don't get caught up in, hey, this will save me, because there really isn't a one thing that you can go put the money in that will protect you from inflation, Don, and that's what I think people are looking for. But I'm, I'm just saying, you know, stay the course, make sure you're properly al- allocated, and who knows how long this inflationary situation continues. So really, I mean, what if you're looking at what has, in reality, happened in the past, your best hedge against inflation would have been having a portion of your portfolio broadly diversified in stocks actually overemphasizing small in value which is something we've proposed and and advocated for years 855-935-TALK give us a call now tom and don are talking real money a second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com your guides to a really great financial future. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah, because, well, you got to have money. And uh, you need to have something to replace your income money when you retire. And you need to get your kids' college paid for. And you need a lot of things that require some saving and investing, which is the main reason we're here, to help you become better savers, better investors, based on science. Evidence-based. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Science. Yeah. Blinding me with science. Michael, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. You bet. Hey, um, so um, science-based approach, uh, I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything, any landmines, any pitfalls from investing basically primarily in the vehicle of a Roth, Uh, basically being, I I only see it as a win-win due to my age, uh, basically just maxing out as much as I can uh, every single year and basically with a with a solo 401k and uh, and basically things like that but uh, just completely roth 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 uh as much as i can mm-hmm. is there any how old are you or pitfalls um how old right are now you i'm 46 and i've got a half a million right now okay and what is your what is then what is your current tax rate which bracket are you a member of uh, 22 to 24, it fluctuates between the two mm-hmm. okay. each year. So, I mean, this is just uh, investing in pre-tax versus a Roth is simply a bet as to what your tax rate will be when you take the money out when you at retirement, right? At the end of the day, you could, we could get into some other things, but that's what it is. And my argument to you might be, well, your tax rate may be lower when you're in retirement. Could be at 22 Could or 24. Be. Could be. Yeah, I mean. We don't know. Uh, but that's the only know. potential pitfall, and that's not yeah. much of a pitfall, really. I mean, it's trading today's tax deduction for the future tax-free growth. Mm-hmm. And um, tax-free growth is kind of nice. It's awesome. I mean, 47, because you won't. Yeah, that's the other thing. In today's tax rules, you won't have to take anything out for, what, 25 years. A lot of growth, tax-free. I don't see any pitfalls in doing what you're doing. I I would probably do what you do if you have extra dough later. You know, if you've maxed out, because it's only six grand a year that you can put in. Well, no, is that in a cut? But he said something about a solo four. Oh, is it a solo 401? So So I'm doing both the 6K and the solo 401K. So it's basically the last two years I've been able to put up to thirty-eight. Wow, nice! Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Nice. We it's do 40. suggest that some people who are in the in the 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 higher end of the middle tax bracket that you you split it up that you do yeah. a little bit of both. That's a, been a you know split the baby. Put some money to get to lower your current income tax rate. Pay less to the government. Do some in the regular solo. 401 and do port a part portion in the in the roth just to just to to hedge your bets lowering the tax rate in the current year correct it's not yeah really correct future growth. no it's no, to lower it's, your it's to give you more money no. today that's right to invest so if you can give for example if you could give yourself a couple thousand dollars more every year to invest and you're maxing out your 401, and you're maxing out your Roth, well, then above that, you could just take that money and put it in, a, in, a, in an ETF, 
or a couple of ETFs that are just growth-oriented, that won't spin off any income, won't raise your tax bracket, really. They'll only spend out, spin off a little in dividends. And their growth, remember, their growth is tax-deferred. And not only is their growth tax deferred, but unlike a regular IRA on which you will pay taxes at your income rate when you retire, yeah. with the capital gains on a VT, for example, a Vanguard Total World Stock Index, the capital gains on those over the next 20, 30 years or however long you hold it, those are all going to be long-term capital gains that you will pay taxes on at what is today a lower rate on capital gains. And again, the, the point Don's making is in the 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 way an exchange traded fund is set up, created, is there'll be almost no taxation until you sell that security and take the money out to pay the bills when you're retired. Otherwise, yep. it's very tax efficient. So, no, I, I don't think there's any pitfalls. Again, it's always a matter of what you're paying today versus what you're going to pay later. Um, and by the way, my personal take on Roth versus regular 401k or regular IRA is at some point, the government's going to get rid of all the pre-tax stuff. It'll all be Roth. I, I think they're going to make you just pay the tax on it, put it away. There's your retirement money, and that's that. We got our tax money because it makes because you're seeing people like who's the Peter Thiel who's got the what the fifty billion dollar Roth IRA that he's never going to pay tax on because he figured out that you put some low priced stock like Facebook in. They want to clean up all that stuff. They just want to make it easier, get their money, get out of the way. So that's my take on the whole thing. Their money, our money, their money, our somebody's money michael they thanks for the call theirs. No, i don't believe it's theirs they believe it's eight five five nine three five talk that's our simpler yeah. simpler okay just, it's the postcard return right somebody's here's somebody's how much money. you made send all that to washington if there's anything left send it back isn't that what it is i i, I could be wrong so eight five five nine three five talk we got one more question before we sneak away you want it okay yeah please this is a short one uh avid Oh, <laughs> I got I to gotta read you the subject first. My hero, my hero is Don, and maybe Tom. Oh, okay. Well, I can live with that. Sorry, I just it was fun. Avid you fan, had to read that. Yeah. I did. Avid fan mm -hmm. since finding Talking Real Money podcast in 2015. You helped me tremendously over the oh, past good. seven years. Just listening. You have mentioned you now have ETF recommended funds, but I can't seem to locate on your website. I talked about this on yesterday's podcast. I found three mutual funds from three families, but not the ETF recommendations. Can you assist? Thanks for all you do fighting this industry. All right, let me help you out here. I got to change the title. We go so to, you go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Talk, yep, I yep. got that part. Scroll down past the podcasts and the video casts. Way to the bottom of the no, page. No, the middle of the way, page. Way, okay, way to the middle of the page. Right yes. in the middle of the page, it says three funds at three groups. You're right. That's the title. I'm going to change that. So it, that's where we show you mutual funds to use at Schwab, Fidelity, and Vanguard. Then and, at the very bottom of that list, you just missed it. It's there. There's four. There actually Once you go four to that lines. page. You click on that hyperlink or whatever you call it, and on that page you have the exchange traded fund recommendations at the very bottom. Okay. Which is iShares Core S and P Total U S Stock Market ETF, iShares yeah. Core MSCI Total International Stock ETF, and iShares Core U S Aggregate Bond ETF. Yeah, I mean, and those are you do pretty well if you did. 
you could even divide those up a third, a third, a third, and that'd be a pretty good portfolio. That'd be a great haul. portfolio. Just simply <laughs> doing that. But yeah, what you might want to do, go take the risk quiz, although I'm sure you, as a loyal listener, already have. This is for others. Go take the risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com, and that'll give you a suggested allocation for your risk tolerance level. Then take that suggested allocation and pick from these three funds or three ETFs and build that portfolio accordingly about half u.s of the stock portion about half u.s half international roughly yeah i mean and it's an interesting we could have a long argument about whether or not it makes sense or not to just use the exchange traded funds instead of the mutual funds the etfs are cheaper yep the etfs are more tax efficient and the etfs can be in many places i think is it all traded for nothing yeah just to give you an idea of how cheap CTF is the iShares core S&P total U.S. stock market, ITOT. Its expense ratio is, you ready? How much? 0.03. It's like no that's money nice. at all. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you can own the wow. market for almost nothing. Almost nothing. Three one hundredths of 1%. Thanks for being there. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. On the show and the podcast, we offer quick help. You know, one question help. But sometimes your question, your situation requires some time and it's got some complexity associated with it. And we know those situations occur a lot and you don't know where the heck to go to get help because it's really confusing. We know that. And it's scary to go to almost anybody in this industry for help because most of the time they're going to try and sell you something. Well, if you don't want to be sold something and you just need a little help, you're a, you're, you're a do-it-yourselfer, but you've still, you're not maybe doing it yourself as well as you should. Meet with one of our advisors at Vestry. I can promise you a couple things. One, they will provide some actionable help. Two, they will, there's no obligation, there's no cost, and they're not going to try and sell you on any kind of stuff. If you want to become a client, cool, that would be great, but we don't make you do that, nor do we bug you to do that. Just go to Vestry.com to sign up. Get an appointment, Vestry.com. and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor thanks for listening and please visit talkingrealmoney.com for more information and disclosures that should keep the lawyers happy